0: It's time for the Power
1: Hour of Love starring Charboil and El Bandito Welcome to the Fiesta
0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Power Hour of Love. I'm Charbo and with me is...
1: El Bandito. El Bandito, how are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm having an extra special night tonight, senor. How about yourself? Oh man, I mean,
0: I'm having a great night. Oh, yeah? What's been so great about your night? Oh, man, I got to tell you. Like, it's just actually, it's been a great week, man. Like, just a lot of cool stuff's been happening. Yeah. I just want to throw out there, last weekend I got to go to that NXT Wrestling up in Fort Pierce, Florida. Nice. And, you know, I've watched it a lot on the uh, WWE Network for nine ninety <laughs> nine. Yeah, what are we talking about? They're not helping us at all, right? Well,
1: so, <laughs> um, oh, that yeah. rip-off of a network. No, it's a- like <laughs>
0: <laughs> But, yeah, but, no, it was actually really fun. So, you know, if you're living down here in Florida and NXT comes to your town, definitely go check them out. You get to see some of the stars, superstars of tomorrow.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. And it's great that they come to your local arena and want to do everything, like, just right here in your own backyard. I mean, you can't beat that. Oh, yeah, man. It definitely has that WWE
0: production value i even saw yeah. like the big like nxt truck nice. driving by like earlier in the day so i was like whoa man it kind of like yeah it kind of threw me for a loop because i was like oh man like you know it's probably gonna be like a really like you know more like indie style thing but i was mm-hmm. like man you got
1: in there that the lights and stuff it was it was really nice oh it sounds pretty rocking man and you know I, I have to say i'm pretty excited i think because of a, a much different reason what's that you know it's that time right now where we get to celebrate this wonderful figure that we all have in our lives that we love and we care about and we love to you know and we kind of forget about most of the time but then once in a while it comes around and we think about you know the only son that was given to us to show us the way and be our guiding light and you be our beacon of hope you know be our savior and everything like that and this week especially we're celebrating hello that's right superman the one and only (laughs) last son of krypton who came to earth to be our guiding light and show us the way and with the justice league trailer just coming out you know there's no better time than to pay homage and respect and love to the great superman that we all know and love and not the weird superman that's always portrayed in films all the time (laughs) (laughs) you know it man you know like you said like what was surprising i
0: think the first takeaway with that justice league trailer was that Mm -hmm. There was no indication of Superman. Yeah, the total lack of Superman. But let's be honest, we know yeah. he's coming. You know, Henry Cavell's already mm-hmm. pretty much signed on. He's buffing up, you know, working out and stuff like I that. Wonder if so. we,
1: let's look at his IMDb page and oh, see if it says that he's in the movie. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> I bet it does. Let's see. I, I I have a feeling they're not, you know, keeping any uh a- anything under wraps with that one. I yeah, because,
1: even... I mean, everyone's seen the story, The Death of Superman. I mean, it was one of the biggest selling comics of all time and everything like that. I mean, I think it'd be kind of silly to try to keep that under wraps. Yeah, there he is, Clark yeah. Kent, Superman. He's like... I can't believe you got like fifth billing on this though, or something though. Uh, They have Gal Gadot as number one. Sure. Which Uh, of course you know
0: her movie comes out before this one comes out so maybe they're like oh maybe we'll be able to latch on to the Wonder Woman crowd.
1: Well, Uh, This is all in sort of a weird order though. I mean they have Amber Heard as Mara up here. Anyways we have plenty to talk about tonight. We're going to have a segment coming up later today. Our interview segment is all dedicated to talking about this new Justice League trailer mm -hmm. and our impressions about the Justice League and how Superman is portrayed in film versus and comics and how all these characters are portrayed in the thing. But real quick, we'll give you a little bit of a teaser about it, kind of our comparison because the other big trailer that came out in the past few weeks – is Thor Ragnarok. Oh, man. Oh, that, that one, just talking about it since chills up my spine. <laughs> so how would you
0: say the two stack up back-to-back, Senor Bull? You know, like when I first saw the Justice League one, I was like, I was happy because I was like, oh, this is fun, you know, or it's more fun than like what you've seen in like, you know, Batman versus Superman or Man mm-hmm. of Steel. It has a, a little more lightheartedness to it, you know, than like, sure. well, you know, the seriousness that they've really tried to push the grim dark. But like when you put it next to like, thor ragnarok yeah. like that looks just like a fun ride all throughout yeah I mean,
1: that thing just starts off like a, a, a just a super fun time you know just uh, that weird kind of bright element that marvel movies seem to sure, always have sure. just seems to catch my attention and really remind me of what comics are you know this kind of escapism into this like happy brighter almost sure you know, surrealistic sort of uh, almost utopian society where, you know, gods walk among us, which is such a, a thing in the DC universe that, like, so many of their characters are considered gods by many and stuff sure, like that. Sure. And, I mean, yeah, obviously we can say Thor's considered a god by that, many in their absolutely. comics as well.
0: Absolutely, But,
1: you know, no one worships Iron Man or Captain America or anything like that. I mean, they love and respect those characters, but, you know, the, the, the iconography for Superman and Batman is, is a, almost universal worldwide. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no. But uh, somehow their movies don't really send that across. Like it seems like their society fears and dreads superheroes you know (laughs) absolutely man especially in that you know Batman
0: versus Superman you know they they had that whole pitch for like you know people were spray Mm -hmm. painting false god and stuff on the statues and stuff so I mean there was obviously people that liked them but then Mm -hmm. there was other people that just are so afraid of them which you know like it seems like you know in this whole thing he's you know whatever that uh, you know we're gonna have to get someone on the line later to tell us exactly who those villains are I know they're creatures from the DC universe yeah they look like
1: the blue beetle i don't
0: know (laughs) (laughs) maybe they're squeezing him in there too but um yeah you know it seems like superman's gonna come back and ultimately
1: save the day sure sure um but what's cool i mean real quick we're gonna touch on thor ragnarok just a little bit more here absolutely Um, but we're gonna talk about the justice league a lot later uh but another quick thing about uh the ragnarok was i really like hella oh you know like that. Kate blanchett i mean dude she's like i think she's coming up on 50 maybe 48 or so now man and dude she looks amazing and she looks so hot she looks like dirty hot too i, I like that like yeah, that kind yeah. of chick that like oh you're gonna have just the worst night of sexy times <laughs> with her and then probably go get tested like immediately in the morning because oh, you're like oh, ah, which is pretty sure that chick throws it around yeah. but anyways um <laughs> She seems super fun, but everyone's kind of first thought on that is like is that enchantress? Sure. You know, sure. because a lot of us older folks, we didn't read the Thor Ragnarok comic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I feel bad, shame on me for having not read that and knowing who Hela was, but we were discussing how we really felt like Hela is kind of the modern Enchant- like yeah. yeah, it's like the modern enchantress. Like they're they're, they're retelling or rebooting her into oh, yeah. not just generic female sexy characters. But instead, into into someone from mythology who kind of makes sense and fits with the the Thor universe, so I really think that's a good move for them. Oh yeah. I mean, obviously, people are throwing around that image of Hulk in the trailer everywhere, <sighs> yeah. and that's just too much fun. That I mean, was everyone kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah had heard. heard that this is where he would have been the whole time, and you know, <laughs> Chicken the, ass. yeah, the the homage to World War Hulk, the old 70s like sci-fi intro to it, Oh, man, uh, the yeah. Led Zeppelin. I mean, just everything. You know the the fact that it doesn't look like they're going to be on Earth at all. It
0: doesn't. Just, yeah, it looks, it like looks it's super all, yeah.
1: fun. It looks like a super good time. I'm super excited about that.
0: Looks like he's banished and then captured and yeah. then all
1: in those chains and then. Yeah, and
2: Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> is that what,
0: I think that's just um, Doctor Ian Malcolm's character. It from is. you know he he escaped because uh, 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 life
1: finds a way. <laughs> yeah, it's it awesome. it super good. But yeah, so that looks super fun. And uh, again, we won't bring it up again. We're going to give D.C. some love a little bit later Mm -hmm. and talk more about the Justice League. But real quick, let's take a moment to talk about the other saviors in the news this week. Easter coming up this Sunday. (laughs) Oh, yeah,
0: definitely. Easter's right around the corner, which, you know, I have to say, like, one of the things I, you know, I'm not a super religious guy, but I always see Easter as a good time to get together with my family for that last big meal. Before, um, you know, like pretty much before that long stretch before
1: Thanksgiving, you know. Oh, I I mean? Gotcha. Yeah. That hibernation in the summertime. Where... Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes
0: we get together for like, you know, 4th of July and stuff. But, mm. um, you know, Easter is like that last big meal that we kind of all get together for. And then we got to wait till November.
1: Sure. So. No, Easter's the, the last turkey meal of the year good point. You know, like yeah. you have turkey yeah. in November yeah. and then you'll have turkey for Christmas sometimes, yep. turkey right. for Easter yeah. and then uh, no more turkeys the whole rest of the year. So I'm pretty good. sure we'd eat them to extinction if we made too many more holidays <laughs> where we had turkey. So it's probably a good thing. But I'm going to have to get my fill of turkey then. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up, El Bandito. Yeah, yeah. And I know a lot of people they celebrate Good Friday and they don't eat meat and stuff like that, but instead eat fish or pasta or something instead. So you know, it, it, it makes sense to be able to find the biggest fucking bird you can get Your hands on and eat that shit on Sunday. Well, hey, if
0: you guys celebrate Good Friday, you got another, you know, what? Maybe like another forty-five minutes or or, or about an hour and forty-five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, go get get a triple quarter pounder with cheese. (laughs) Now you can eat meat on Saturday, right? It's just Friday. Okay, Okay. it's just Friday. Yeah, yeah. but no, that's that's a good point. That's probably why we do have turkey. Yeah, no doubt.
1: But you know what's not a turkey? What's that? This song coming up by RPG Unit. Press start.
3: Woo. Did you hear
4: that? Did you see that starf just murdered the track? Can you believe that I speak of the devil? I've been spitting satanic just for the hell of it. Fire erupts, I'm actin' volcanic. So jot this down in your notes for when you're readin' your fanfic, Versus libel to burn a Bible, I'm a heathen, goddammit. Pentagram is my meter, my rhymes are iambic. And that by second syllable, you're stressed up on my antics like a cold, some stone. Diablo's like I gotta have it. I wouldn't give up myself for any less than free transit between heaven and hell. Best believe our- To see if they can stand it In state of emergency Got your psyche in panic Slip into something more comfortable As you shift into manic Cause we may perish But we'll make history on this planet So important that when they rebuild They'll have to reenact it Temperature coming down with a fever. Cult leader, mind control, loading the bleachers. Alchemists with scorpion, spears, golden retrievers. Eat, sleep, murder the beat, word of the speakers. These bands, main event, will delete chance, unique plans. Feed all BG beans with three grams. take each land. Bury crowns in deep sand. I'm square across the atlas, my persona matches elands. Twist the metal tonight the statues animate. Ink to the skin, canvas to a can of paint spray. Wild and corrosive, flowing through the damaged grates. We mutate. Relate to writers, let's abandon fate Skill, stoggy, soft, riff, rob, doom, we all kill Stall the red bill? Doesn't matter, the fall's real Applaud still, tonight we'll bash your masters, chief Every day we slay, no way you'll go back to sleep Dangerous to go alone, I chose to leave this party up So listen up, Got to prove the unit's like, dirty stuff Paper, and quit, go ahead and waste your time Sound comes out so split, like the ocarina of rhyme stone cracked and wrapped, scripts to stick verse with that hammer up these bars so fast, we'll leave you always running back Phoenix, cool, but I heard that Stark's a stalker New Challenger appears and Alpha Rift is on this roster From real though, I'm Starby and people lose too hard I don't know how I back, cause I'm like an A-charisma bard With my anime avatar, I'm hiding on the internet Had more friends online than life type it's and submit Just be my unit, with them I will stay through Past, prison, future members, family, see true Season 2 new era's gonna transmit Welcome to the new game, plus for the only RPG unit It's that hunter from Digitalia Cyber Digi-Champ Father Armor-plated ammo-laced Slice you from no point of face Break you without even trying to Can you taste it? On Earth with a brand new crew Riding deep with some slayers That'll snap you into shit You know what we do Shoulders us, am I clear? Sound waves, send you from an android fire The World crushing you with that princess making you Star I'm a maniac, man in doomsday plans You
0: That was RPG Unit with Press Start.
1: Ooh, yeah, I really like that, man. You know, it was funny. We were watching that, and I'm thinking in my head, like, dude, this is so, like, making me miss Nerdapalooza, Orlando Nerdfest. And then I'm like, at the bottom, it says, like, oh, from Orlando Nerdfest 2014. I was like, bam, I was
0: there absolutely man and we will definitely share that video on our facebook yeah really good video too yeah you know we there you have the 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 four horsemen of uh of nerdcore well i guess well one of them is a woman so i mean would that kind of fit
1: into yeah yeah, no no that's okay remember like Psylocke was one of the four horsemen. Storm was in the comics. That's a good point.
0: All right, there you go.
1: It's the four horsemen of Nerdcore
0: plus Robo Rob.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, plus (laughs) Robo Rob. He's back there doing all the work, doesn't even get in the
0: video. (laughs) Exactly. He's at the very end, the little thing pops up. But if you guys like that track by um, RPG Unit, you can check them out on YouTube where we're going to post the link to the video. And, of course, they're on Bandcamp and Twitter and all those other fun places. Just tip in RPG Unit. Make sure you put the rp in front of it you, you'll get a completely different band if <laughs> not
1: <laughs> but yeah no i really dug that track man i miss that kind of music i miss going to the shows man i'm you know we're we're gonna have to get out to Orlando and catch some more nerd shows. There
0: you go. What did you think about uh, King Phoenix wearing
1: that Kevin Owens T-shirt? <laughs> I was like, man, he kind of looks like Kevin Owens. Yeah, like, we've been doing a lot of wrestling stuff. Like, what do you mean he looks like Kevin? Owens? You want to hear something funny? I'll tell you something funny. Like when when the the title came at the bottom, I was like King Phoenix. Yeah, I was like, what? I was like, in my brain, I mean, like I was pretty drunk at Orlando Nerd Fest <laughs> in 2014, and the the stage was like all black lights and stuff, yeah. dude. I would have sworn like if you asked me to draw a photo of King Phoenix. Yeah. I would have drawn, like, Brutus Clay from, oh, from WWE, the <laughs> you know? Like, I would have been like, yeah, King Phoenix is a black guy. He's really big. He's got a crew-cut top like that. I was like, so I'm like, I was totally in the video like, what? That's not the same guy. <laughs> I think <laughs> but, there might have been a little more than just
0: some drinking going on there. Al Bandy took so he's all like, going to call your mama. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's very true. I do remember some walks around the pavilion, though, kind of filled with incessant laughter. So <laughs> That's funny, man. But, yeah, definitely. Uh, big love
0: to rpg unit definitely check yes. them out lots of fun
1: king phoenix you're much better looking than i remember don't take <laughs> offense to that <laughs> well bandito is it time for our favorite segment oh it, it is but guess what today we have a very special edition of podunk news a special edition well everybody everyone who's listening even if
0: it's your first time this is the first time we got a special edition what's going on el bandito
1: absolutely man well look this is going to be in honor of our boy, Kell El. Oh, yeah, Superman. Yeah, yep.
0: definitely. Yeah, okay. So, this
1: is the special edition of Podunk News called the Needs Kell El Edition. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, th- this is like people need Kell
0: El in their life. Yes. I mean, that's what you're yes. saying. Yes, you they know. need
1: Kell El in their lives, uh, okay. in their heart, you know. And uh, these are all news stories relating to people who need Kell now everyone knows these are <laughs> these
0: are actual stories, right? These aren't just acts of you know they're not from the comics. Or no, these are,
1: no, these are actual news stories of people who could use a little more kellel in their life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear what's the first story we got going on. All I'm right, excited. So first up, we have two people who could have used a last son of Krypton's help last week because they died. During eating contests where they both choked on the respective food that they were competing against eating. Oh, man. Don't tell me it was like steak or chicken or something, right? No, dude. Get this. They were eating pancakes.
0: Pancakes? And
1: the other contest was donuts. You could choke on a donut? yeah apparently some people can so i mean i i I suppose anyone could really that's true i guess it could be a really big donut well you know it's just they're they're eating it they're eating it in a contest contest, over and over and over again and then they choke on it but yeah one of them was on a college campus a 20 year old student uh and the other was a 40 year old man and i'm not sure which was eating which um i'm gonna kind of go for 40 year old man eating donuts Probably most likely. that. That sounds, yeah. that sounds in that that, that range. Now, I was gonna because the, the guy, college kid uh, thing sounds like you're eating pancakes at three a.m. half drunk, right? Absolutely. I was thinking about that guy
0: a few weeks back. They were saying that was eating pancakes in the middle of the road. I was yeah. wondering if it's that guy <laughs> trying to pull
1: another stunt. It's probably somebody who was buying pancakes from him.
0: Oh yeah, they definitely could use some Cal in their lives. Obviously, you'd probably just reach right in there and rip out the you know. F- but definitely absolutely. very very sad news. Twenty year old, very young. Forty year old, not that old.
1: You know, yeah. th- you know, taking place in this contest yeah.
0: should be fun, and unfortunately, had some really grim. Uh,
1: yeah, I'm surprised outcomes. this doesn't happen more often. Honestly, considering food contests, you know, yeah, people are eating so, so fast, and I mean, and you would think they have paramedics on site or whatever, <laughs> but I guess that's in a more professional capacity. So, yeah. but either way, on the lighter side of the news. A uh, story came out this week, which is worthy of the attention of the Man of Steel, because okay. it turns out a young woman from none other than Salem, Massachusetts.
0: Oh, chills. Probably yeah. a witch.
1: <laughs> she could have used a bit of kell's super speed and his ability to travel back in time to let her parents know not to give her the unfortunate name of Isis Harambee. <laughs> You're kidding me, right? No, this is her actual real name. It's on her driver's license.
0: <laughs> and oh, my gosh. So she's old enough. I mean, she was given this name... 16 years ago yeah. or however old she is but really isis harambe huh?
1: yeah isis harambe you know named uh well not named after but you know in likeness of the terrorist group and the, the gorilla that died oh, you know last, last year, year in that tragic accident so yeah oh I, I can't God. imagine getting through the airport with that name jeez oh my you know? gosh yeah I mean, people probably
0: think well, they, they think it's another youtube gag <laughs> yeah definitely yes yeah, i'm going flying around the world what 16 times well i guess like how fast could he could he go years in the past or maybe you need the flash to help him out with that one too
1: yeah i I don't know i know i think the theory is a lot like how they whip around the sun in star trek but if you're like because a lot of people think he spun the earth backwards to make it go back in time but like the actual explanation from film people who worked on the script was that superman is using the orbit of the earth and the gravity from it to increase his speed as he goes around in like a centrifugal force kind of thing and that helps him break through the time continuum barrier and you know it's a bunch of bullshit in that respect so (laughs) well
0: that's cool but it's
1: interesting that she's in salem though because like you know superman's powers don't work against magic so (laughs)
0: good point
1: good point maybe he can't help her out i don't know she might
0: just be stuck like
1: chuck But what's I see one more story on here from yeah. this special edition. Well, what's
0: going on in this one?
1: Finally, we have a man here who could have taken a page out of the book of Kell, from the house of L, and used it as guidance in his own life to live a more virtuous life. Who is it? It's John Reed, a Catholic priest who fell in love with his housekeeper and swindled more than sixty thousand dollars from his parish. <laughs> oh man, this is definitely not a story that needs to be coming out
0: right before
1: uh, you know Easter Sunday. You know, they might they definitely. might crucify this guy. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't think it's quite that bad, but they did they did suspend him uh, for two years, um, and they're giving him an eighteen month jail term uh, for wow. fraud. Um, but he also has to pay back the sixty grand. And uh, what's interesting, right, is some folks said uh, in court that when he was replaced at St. Cuthbert's Church, his dirty accommodations was found with large quantities of alcohol and women's clothing lying around in the bedroom. So, Oh, I think... man, this guy,
0: yeah. yeah. Man at of cloth was... Uh, <laughs> so I, I guess he figured he could party it up on Friday and Saturday night as long as he was in, on time on Sunday. Huh? I, I
1: suppose, <laughs> but you know what I think is really cool is that it's St. Cuthbert's Church, which I didn't realize was like a real thing. <laughs> Wait, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. any D&D fans out there, remember St. Cuthbert is the god of divine retribution? There you go. I'm pretty sure this guy's getting some divine retribution on this one.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Oh, he's going to have a lot of Hail Marys to play.
1: <laughs> no doubt, man. So hopefully he'll get his act straight and take a page out of you know kellel's book and be a lot more like superman and remember that he came to earth to be our shining light and to show us the way so look to his example father (laughs) absolutely man well that that was
0: a very cool segment man hearing about some real life stuff that's going on which we all know superman's real i mean we're not saying he's not but (laughs) but, i mean we're just saying that you know these are people
1: who need a little more superman in their lives absolutely but we do have a whole segment of regular podunk news coming up here so let's go ahead and jump right into that
3: podunk news
1: Oh man, well first
0: we're going to focus on some stuff that's going on in like, you know, the TV and film world. Mm-hmm. Man you know what? There's this new Star Trek show coming out. It's a Star Trek Discovery.
1: Yeah, I heard about that. It's supposed to take place after the original series, but yes. before the Next Generation.
0: Yeah. So definitely, yeah, it's, it's it's you know flying right in between there. So it's a prequel mm-hmm. to Next Gen, sequel to the old show, uh, the original. You know, mm-hmm. but man, one of my favorite characters from the original series is going to pop back up in this uh, in this series. It's oh yeah, a,
1: who's that? Uh, Harry Mudd. Nice, yeah, from Mud's Women. Yes,
0: yeah, he actually was in like two or three episodes of the original series, and I think he had also an episode in the animated series, but Mm -hmm. one of the things I'm really excited about is who they picked to play him. They've got... Rain Wilson, who's most commonly known from his acts in the Office. Yeah, Dwight from the Office, right? Yep. He was also in that uh, real-life superhero movie uh, Super. Sure. You know? So I
1: mean, yeah, he definitely can yeah, yeah. play and some he, characters. He actually he played a superhero in uh, the old Jessica Alba TV show. Really, I was not aware of that. Yeah, yeah. He used to use a super suit, you know, that like went around uh, oh. around his body and stuff like that. That's pretty um, wild. So yeah, he's definitely yeah. known for being a
0: character actor. Oh, so. totally.
1: I loved him in the Rocker. That movie kicked ass. That's true. Yeah. He,
2: oh.
0: Oh, man i forgot that he was in but that, uh it?
1: just just so we can mention too star trek discovery is actually set in the original timeline of the star trek universe Very it will true. not be a sequel to the feature films which star uh chris pine and um
0: zachary quinto, quinto. quinto. yeah yes, there
1: you yes. go i was gonna i was like guy from heroes i don't remember yeah <laughs>
0: yeah that's true yeah Yeah. heroes guy scott siler right yeah Yeah. siler from that's what i was thinking siler i was like no that's not his (laughs) real name i can't
1: say that well hey
0: I think you know I'm really looking forward to Star Trek Discovery. Me too. But man, I think DC, you know, they're a little worried because Marvel's knocking it out of the park. Mm-hmm. So man, in the next bit of news I have to share, they um they've recruited one of Marvel's own to try to help them out.
1: All recruited, man. It's it sounds like they poached this guy right out of there. <laughs> I feel bad because honestly, um okay, tell them who it is. Well, it's Josh Wheaton, who's most you know commonly known as the director
0: for the Avengers, Firefly. Mm-hmm tons of good stuff, you know, Cloverfield. Yep. But uh, yeah, he's going to be writing and directing the upcoming Batgirl film.
1: Yeah, which seems like right up his alley. I mean, he knows how to write strong female characters from all the shows that he's done, Buffy to Dollhouse, to yep. Firefly, Serenity, all that stuff. He knows how to handle a strong female character, even in the Avengers and everything like that. Oh yeah. But I feel bad because like the the Civil War movie, Captain America: Civil War, mm-hmm. did so good that those Russo brothers who directed it, sure, like they like booted Joss Whedon out of his job of <laughs> like directing Avengers because Ultron wasn't that good. Like yeah. Ultron didn't perform as good as it was supposed to. I thought it was a really good movie. Sure. I don't know why I people don't like it. it, but but absolutely, you know. yeah. So it looks like so I feel bad, yeah, that he he got kind of put on the Marvel back burner and DC was like oh you know they they just lured him over here with a couple little treats
0: (laughs) oh absolutely but I think yeah if anything if we need a saving grace film for DC I think this will definitely be one like you said will definitely bring in a lot of the uh, you know like I think they're kind of trying that with Wonder Woman Mm -hmm. like kind of like hey let's do a you know Marvel really hasn't done like a woman, yeah, the species. solo, yeah,
1: so female movie,
0: yeah. So they're trying to maybe go a different route. So we'll have to keep our eyes, o- eyes and ears open as more news develops from yeah, this
1: one. Yeah, and let Joss Whedon know uh, Alicia Silverstone is still free. So. <sighs> Oh, no. It'd be so bad. But real quick, I want to throw this one
0: out there. Also, another uh, person who's had a lot of news in the trailers and stuff is, you know, the latest trailer for the It movie that comes out towards the end of the year has hit, you know, uh, YouTube and all those places. And we're still waiting on the Dark Tower trailer. But honestly, Stephen King's kind of gotten into some hot water recently, (laughs) which I'm a little kind of like, oh, man, this really stinks because I really want to see this Dark Tower. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan But um, he's being sued because the comic slash magazine character, the Rook, can be kind of used as an influence for his gunslinger character from the Dark Tower. So when you read up on the Rook, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, you you probably never heard of him, right? No, no. But I did.
1: I looked up the article on it when I saw it on here. And yeah, like image wise, I guess you could say they kind of look the same, but. I mean, every old West guy like looks like that. <laughs> I would say, I, you know, if these guys are gonna sue Stephen King,
0: mm-hmm. Clint Eastwood's gonna come back and sue him because <laughs> he's even said Roland is like a direct, like you sure. know, uh, interpretation yeah. of, of. He wanted Clint Eastwood to play him if they ever made a movie. Of course, mm-hmm. now Clint's. Yeah, up like, there, yeah. you know. It's 90 but or something. The uh, creators of The Rooks, uh, the creator of The Rook has passed away. He passed mm-hmm. away like 15 years ago. But his family's seeking to get 500 million wow. to settle. I don't even think Stephen King's worth that. <laughs> I think he's like worth like 370. Well, at least that's, you know, his sure. net worth, you know. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, yeah, so I, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. I have a feeling it's no. going to get, you know, pretty much. Well, gonna, y- y- you
1: know yeah. what's going to happen is they're going to knock that back to 100 million or 50 sure. million or something. And the studio's going to pay for so they can still make their movie because if you notice they waited till this movie's in production you know exactly. like which means the studio's probably already spent a hundred million dollars on this movie mm-hmm. and now like these people are going to grind him to a halt and piss away that money so they're going to pay them something but it ain't going to be no 500 million <laughs> yeah that's pretty crazy but like you said you can see the
0: similarities but yeah out there yeah it's all inspiration kind of stuff you know mm-hmm. nothing's original anymore sure but I think we have some real quick uh, in the music news. we got some time to Absolutely. drive into this one. Yeah, I mean. Well, our good buddies in Shinobi Ninja just released a new album called Bless Up. It's available on iTunes, Bandcamp, all those great places. Definitely go out there and check it out. We're going to have a track from them later on today off of bless
1: up awesome yeah no shinobi ninja's freaking killer we always tell you guys about all the amazing hybrid sounds that they kind of have so stay tuned a little later to hear a great track from them and i love the title it's so appropriate easter week bless up bless up yeah <laughs>
0: you know it man. sounds
1: good and i like the way it has kind of a video game you know thing to it. bless up yep, you know yep, yep, yep. i feel you're like you up. know like yeah you're gonna pray and it's gonna be like boop, ding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely man Next next bit that we have is uh Disney recently released an album containing heavy metal acts covering some of their most famous songs. <laughs> Song or the album's called D Metal Stars, and it's available on <laughs> iTunes. I control you the world. Now, unfortunately, <laughs> we don't have the rights to play any of these songs on the air, but uh go check it out. Do a little preview on iTunes. We thought it was worth mentioning. No doubt. Jerry only of the Misfits uh spiked Jacket and Bass Guitar will be added to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame museum, nice. which is a nice. big, you know, thing for them. You know, of course they reunited with Glenn Danzig last year, so sure. hopefully we'll be seeing some more of them
1: this year. Hey, El Bandito, do you remember that band geezer I mentioned a few months ago? oh yeah that's the band you were saying it's all these older guys like they're really old like in their 60s and 70s and they they play like hardcore awesome music (laughs) absolutely man they're punk rockers to the
0: core man and you know they're they're putting together a new video for their track Geezer Nation and as soon as it comes out we'll be sure to share it on our Facebook and such
1: oh that's awesome
0: but until then we've got a very special surprise for all the listeners we have the track here for Geezer Nation and they're going to hear it right now
1: And that was Geezer with Geezer Nation.
0: Oh, what'd you think of that track, El Bandito?
1: Oh, man, those guys are a blast. I mean, for some old-time punk rockers, they know what old-time punk is all about. (laughs) You know it, man. I can't wait to see
0: the video that they put together for that. And like we said before, the song, that as soon as that comes out, we'll be sure to share it with everyone out there in the podunk world. Absolutely. Well, El Bandito, we've gotten to that point of the show where we told everybody that we're going to really do a deep dive into not just the Justice League film that's coming out, but also the return of and resurrection of, <laughs> spoiler alert, just in case nobody didn't know that, you know, Superman comes back, you know, in the yeah. upcoming movie.
1: But, you know, but yeah, definitely, you know, we wanted to to dig deep into this. Definitely, because there's there's a, a big debate between me and a lot of people I run into that are comic book fans and things like this about why Superman is portrayed in films like such a parallel to like jesus or jesus christ you know sure um you know the the last son of krypton and you know but they really they just hammered this in the movies (sighs) in the 70s with that um narration by marlon brando where he's like go to them you can be their guiding light show them the way and everything like that and it was just so obvious that it, it, it was almost like boy you guys really you know could have buried a lot of that in like you know underneath a good story and we would have been like a lot happier because sure. now they they don't seem to want to ever let that go yeah it is it's kind of like this this continuing
0: piece with it
1: but yeah uh, and now even in the new movies in man of steel you know we we used a shot for our promo this week for the show of henry cavill falling out of Zod's spaceship and he's yeah. in a cross like figure and everything like this and you know it's, it's just very reminiscent they have this iconography and this kind of very blatant you know, message of kind of drawing a parallel between him and and Christ. And I, I don't think that's very appropriate for Superman himself. I mean, personally, I think of the two guys that created Superman, the two Jewish guys that did, and I'm thinking they, they, they probably weren't super big <laughs> yeah. on this happening. But then again, I talked to someone recently who kind of opened my eyes about a lot of the subtext that not only carries out through the movies, but through the comic books as well, that may kind of give more credence to this than I would have realized. So we're gonna get him on the line now. We have our resident man of the cloth Bishop.
3: Bishop, hey man Do it, Bishop. Hey guys, how are you
5: this evening?
1: Oh, hey. we're doing super good. How are you doing?
5: Hey man, I'm excellent, excellent over here man.
0: It's really good to hear from you, Bishop. It's been a while.
5: So let me tell you guys, um you know Bandito it was funny, man. You you uh you had just mentioned Mm-hmm. This uh this thought process of some of this iconography and subtext and absolutely all the way back to Superman's creators, the two Jewish guys that did it, um, you know, we see this as a as a prevalent theme, this parallel between uh Superman and uh Christ. Sure. And so what's what's really interesting to me is, you know, whenever whenever you look at the impetus, the they're their inspiration for creating this character. Mm-hmm. I mean, they drew immediately from biblical themes, you know, guys like Samson and um, you know uh, Moses, some of these guys in the in the Old Testament that they were more familiar with. that sure. also kind of encompassed some of the same
2: faith of Christ.
1: Sure, sure. Now, uh, again, a lot of people could say that, you know, the, the original creators of Superman who didn't have him hover in the air or come from Krypton as the last son of Krypton and all that were, were more taking a page from maybe Greek mythology or something sure. like that. But I guess that's something we'll never really know.
5: Yeah, I mean, I can get with you on that. But, I mean, even the, even the thought process of, you know, naming his parents here on Earth, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, from the very beginning had very close parallels with the gospel story of Christ as well. Sure. I mean, even if even if you want to fast forward to the, the time period where, you know, we have Jonathan and Mary Kent um, mm-hmm. portraying, you know, Paul and Ma Kent. I mean, you know, we're talking about John and, and Mary. Mary, of course, being the mother of Christ and John being the disciple that Jesus loved, his, his favorite disciple.
3: Sure, um, sure.
5: You know, that, that even from the cross, he looked down um and says you know son behold your mother mother behold your son right and Mm -hmm. and gives gives an adoptive um connotation in these two names even from the cross um you know that i think that they fold in from the very beginning personally
1: no no doubt but it's just see i i have this kind of like theory on my own that dc comics bought the rights to Superman, the serial from newspapers and stuff where two Jewish guys wrote it, and they wanted to make right. it a whole Christian allegory after the fact. Because I don't think he had any parents in the original serials and stuff like that. I could be wrong. I haven't read every single one of them. Sure. But I, I just kind of get the the thought that somewhere along the line some someone's kind of manipulated Superman into being something different than the original concept. And that's kind of my theory. I mean... Yeah,
5: and you may be right, you know. The one thing that we know for sure is that Every modern iteration of Superman mm-hmm. that we've seen since the '70s, like you were talking about, at least, you know, it actually goes back a little further than that. But I mean, we see absolute biblical themes. Sure, that we just can't deny. I yes. mean, even even the S on Superman's chest um, has parallels to uh, Christian doctrine. You know, we see this. We see this S on his chest set in what essentially is a triangle,
2: mm-hmm. and the
5: triangle itself has over. The millennia stood as a symbol of the Trinity in you know Judeo-Christian uh, tradition, and so whenever we see that, we understand that it's meant to be the the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit um, that gotcha. we see in, in the Bible.
1: Sure, yeah, the Holy Trinity and all that.
5: Yeah, even the orientation on his chest, you know, with with the the triangle pointing down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, can even be construed into a, a theme of, you know, Krypton's only son as a gift to the earth as it points to his feet, right? Gotcha. So, you know, we see a lot of these we see a lot of these things that come in um over time.
0: Pushing forward a little bit, a Bishop, like to like the nineteen nineties when uh you know, they did the big death of Superman story. Mm -hmm. Now, I think it's kind of come to pass that Superman never really officially died, right? Like, he kind of just kind of went to the Fortress of Solitude, or I can't
1: remember like, I don't really... Well, yeah, it it was like he he, uh, was in a sort of stasis, like, you know, thing like he was almost dead, but then was able to come back later, so yeah, then again, drawing this parallel from Resurrection now. Sure.
5: Right, so, you know, we're again, we're looking at a guy who you know, begins his mission for truth and justice around age 30, Mm -hmm. ends up dying and goes in a tomb and then resurrect. I mean, (laughs) no matter how, no matter how you want to look at that, you know, there's no, there's no wonder why this has been, you know, Superman's just been a sensation in the West, Mm -hmm. um, you know, where Judeo-Christian tradition is so prevalent and, you know, that, those parallels end up making it so incredibly accessible yes. to a Western audience. I think.
1: Well, no, no doubt. But I, I, I have to ask as as one final kind of uh, capstone on the whole Superman iconography uh, thought process. Um, somehow along the way, this seems like an evolution. Whether or not we want to say this is the original inception of Superman or where he was picking up this sort of, you know, you know, parallel along his journey. One thing I can say for certain is that it doesn't seem like his journey is ending anytime soon because in the most recent movies, they kind of dropped off and the American way. Like, it used to be truth, justice, and the American way that Superman stood for. And in response to what I can only think is Captain America, they seem to have no interest in Superman having any kind of american influence into his thought process or his good-hearted nature or anything like that now it simply seems like he is from krypton from you know he's an alien he's from another world and he came here to show us like a better way of living and a better way of thinking so there's no terrestrial influence on him at all
5: yeah. And I think that's really interesting. I, I think there's a couple of things that we can look at and blame that on, you know, of course, capitalism and globalization, right? Yeah. You know, if we can, if we can, you know, make more money by selling it to more people globally, why wouldn't we do that? Right? Sure. Um, but also I think there's, there's this, you know, in culture, especially now, there's this kind of post American thought process that I see, you know, going on all the time where, um, you know, people don't seem to be plugging in. An American set of values anymore. As a matter of fact, sure. you know, in the in a time where, you know, politically speaking, where you know, as divided as we've been, um, you know, not quite, you know, civil rights height, but close. You know, we're, we're 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 getting closer and closer all the time to that kind of racial and political and socio economic division in this in this country. I think those are all reasons why, you know now we see this this more central message, this paring down, if you will, into just this truth and justice. Sure, um, because, sure. Because, you know, I think everybody can look around at, at, you know, the world and say sometimes the American way may not be the best way. <laughs>
1: no, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, again, as strictly as a parallel to Christ, you know, he never gave allegiance to a nation or a country. And I think that that step in Superman of losing his his ties to sort of a country or a state um, just continues to lend and grow the parallel.
5: I think you're right. I think, you know, it's fair to say that the image of Superman is a universal savior, not a savior for a few people mm-hmm. or a savior for or this, America, town, you know? or this or this country, you know, but, you know, this universal thought process that now... Um, you know, he has the ability to, to almost be omniscient, mm-hmm. um, and, and omnipresent where he can know everything that's happening on, on the earth at, at one time and then be wherever the, his, he's needed. Um, you know, certainly, certainly has those, uh, biblical parallels associated with it.
1: I was just wondering, h- how do you feel that this sort of allegory between Superman and Christ affects the church itself?
5: You know what, that's a really excellent question. And, and I think that, that there have been a lot of scholarly debate
2: mm-hmm.
5: around um, around a broader topic, which is superheroes in the church.
2: Mm. You
5: know, these days, especially in the United States, we have so much superhero worship that's going on right now. Sure. Um, you know, and, and the church is, is in decline nationwide. Every, every denomination is in decline nationwide. Um, and so, you know... There is some thought process between some scholars that they think that, you know, there is some correlation Mm -hmm. um, between the secularization of these themes um, that are biblical in nature. I mean, these abilities, these superpowers that are biblical in nature and, you know, what we see now in in secular entertainment Mm -hmm. and that normalization thought process, um, you know, certainly can possibly, I think, um, serve to normalize the miraculous things that happen um, in the Bible and the miraculous things that happen in Scripture. And then, you know, it kind of just makes it kind of like the next or similar story.
2: Gotcha. Right? So
5: I think, I think in some ways it can have a negative effect by that same token.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, you know, I've read articles where people were like, I never really got Jesus until I watched Superman or I never really got Jesus until I watched Captain America mm-hmm. or, you know, I mean, people find people find um, the gospel story played out uh, in these superheroes in many, many different facets. And, and so in that, fact, in that way, I think it can also help. To be honest, it's probably a zero-sum kind of game, you know. We, sure. We're not winning or losing on that deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense, you know, because there's some pros and some cons to everything. Right. Well, awesome, man. Those, Those are definitely some interesting points. I'd love to continue this conversation for hours, but unfortunately, we're kind of out of time for today. Um, but thank you so much for bringing to light a lot of those other parallels that that Superman and and Christ have and and what seems to be ha- how those two paths seem to be converging as time goes on here. Um, you know if if our listeners really like what they heard today, make sure to shoot us a message at uh, powerhouroflove at gmail dot com or hit us up on the love line at one eight four four nine four four love and let us know if you'd like to hear more about, uh, on this subject. Otherwise, for right now, we're going to have to say goodbye, Senor Bishop. But thank you so much for stopping in and sharing all this wisdom with us.
5: Bandito Boyle. hey, anytime, guys. We love, uh, I love having uh, having the ability to come on and and spend some time with you guys anytime.
0: Well, thank you, Bishop. Uh, definitely, ditto to what El Bandito said. This was real, uh, very, uh, very great conversation, and um, you know, definitely look forward to doing some more in the future.
5: Anytime, guys.
1: Alrighty, Take care. All right. Well, once again, thank you to Bishop for calling in and giving us all that enlightening news and that enlightening look at the parallels between Superman and Jesus Christ himself.
0: You know it, man. That was a very in-depth, very deep. I'd have to say probably one of our deepest interviews on uh, on the Power Hour
1: yet. Oh, absolutely. And we did, we did have to cut that a little bit short. Um, but you know what? We're going to touch base with him a little bit later. After the show, and we're probably going to record a little more with him and put that in as a separate interview. So tune back in a little bit later or tomorrow and see if you can catch that on Podbean. Absolutely, man. But hey, we got a real
0: enlightening song coming up next. Here we have Shinobi Ninja with Programmable Animal.
1: And that was the beautiful sounds of Shinobi Ninja with Programmable Animal.
0: I gotta tell you something, El Bandito. Like I know we've been talking a lot about the visuals that we've been seeing because a lot of times, Mm -hmm. you know, we'll be watching a music video while we uh, listen to the song. But man, like Shinobi Ninja, like I don't know who they're going to to do all their videos, (laughs) but man, they're they are so good.
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, not only is the production quality very good, where it's like it's all HD, super nice, or anything like that, but they have good themes. They remind me a lot of like real MTV style videos where they're just they they have a lot of uh, like subtext to what's going on. Everything and I love the way that video really looked like they were like an '80s glam band. Oh yeah, that was great. But the song's not like an '80s glam band song at all. (laughs) Absolutely, (laughs) So so cool. But such a mellow. Wonderful sound, that eclectic sound of Shinobi Ninja, where they can hit all the highs, they oh. can hit all the mellows, they hit all the lows. You know, when when they want to take it dark and creepy, and oh, you, you know, know they're, okay. they're just a beautiful, beautiful group. You know, we wish them so much success. They're so super nice. We had the opportunity of meeting them in the past, of seeing them oh, perform live. So they're good. just amazing, super nice guys. We can't say enough good things about them. That song, Programmable Animal. Just debuted on their new album, Bless Up. Yeah,
0: so run out there and get it. I know it's available on iTunes and all those great places out there, so go out there and definitely show Shinobi Ninja some love. You know it. Well, Bandito, I know we got a... Digging real quick here, we got some awesome events coming up, so we're gonna fly through them really fast.
1: Would you say we'd fly through them in about twelve parsecs? Absolutely.
0: I know you're definitely getting in the mood for this. We have the Star Wars Celebration happening April 13th through the 16th at the Orlando County Convention Center up in Orlando. Tickets are seventy five dollars per day, and it's gonna run from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Gonna see a lot of stormtroopers and rebels out there.
1: Absolutely, and we got a brand new Instagram page out there, and we want all of you guys, to send us all your photos of your cosplays and all the sexy Princess Leia Slave Girls you find.
0: Oh, you know it, man. You know it. Well, if you can't make it up to Orlando, uh, on Saturday, April 15th, uh, they have the Spring Break Mini Metal Fest going on down at the American Rock Bar in Deerfield Beach. So this is more in the South Florida area. Absolutely. It's uh, $5 at the door. It's going to start at 8 p.m., but it's featuring some of our local boys, Nation of Decay. God rot, and murder-suicide. Now, I'd have to say that, you know, do you think these guys are getting ready to celebrate Easter Sunday the following day? <laughs>
1: I think so. I think they're going to be uh, just just all jazzed up. Oh, you know it, man. So what else we got going on here, Al Bandito? Well, it looks like you have a... Per- uh- well, it looks like you have an event coming up here the following Thursday that I can't pronounce, so why don't you go ahead and take that one? <laughs> oh, man.
0: So, yeah, Thursday, April 20th, we've got Hell's a Poppin' uh, Circus Sideshow, which is going to happen down at the Kelsey Theater in Lake Park. Tickets are 12 bucks. It's all ages. And it's going to start at 8 p.m. Now, I remember last year we had that uh, digital evening with Jim Rose where yes. uh, Vera Vermillion came down from Orlando and was mm-hmm. swallowing swords and all. <laughs> like, it sounds like it's going to be like that, but man, like friggin' just, you know, fire eaters. Uh, yeah, sword it's, it's going to be a
1: whole sideshow. So Absolutely. They'll have a ton of stuff. We, we may have to make it out there. Um, we wouldn't make it back in time for the Power Hour. Though the, we... Oh, that's right. Yeah,
0: it is coming <laughs> on right as we're, we're right as we're gearing up to play. So hey, everyone, like El Bandito said, if you make it out, the hell's a poppin' circus sideshow. Take plenty of pictures. Tag us on
1: Instagram. Absolutely, because we're we're unfortunately gonna miss out. But what we're not gonna miss out is on Saturday, April twenty second. Sounds good. Music up in Port St. Lucie is having a record store day. This is a free event, and it begins at 11 a.m., and it's going to run all day. So come out there and check it out. Get some old classic hits. Get some new shit. You know it, man. Everything's coming out on vinyl <laughs> now, too. You know, it's, yeah.
0: it's a very expensive platform to mm-hmm. release like your music on, but it's, it's the hottest fad right yeah, now. Yeah,
1: they say the audio quality can't be beat, mostly because all the digital audio is compressed and everything sure. like that, because the less space it takes up, the cheaper it is for people to make. You know but, it. you know, you get those old classic vinyl records and your word burglar will sound crisp as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: you know, Bergie did release that channel, Halifax, uh, you know, single on vinyl. So, yeah,
1: I wonder if uh, Sounds Good Music has that in stock. But if this Sunday you don't get enough Easter love and resurrection, make sure on Friday, April 28th to head on down to the Movies of Lake Worth, where Morbid Movies is back at it again with Day of the Dead. Oh,
0: man, you know, this is, the like we mentioned before, it's the
1: third in the Romero
0: original trilogy. Now there's, like, six or seven films. But, you know, this is the one that ended the trilogy back in the day. So, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, if you didn't get enough resurrection, you know, you're going to get see plenty on the screens down at the Movies of Lake Worth. All right, well, that'll about wrap up our exciting events segment for this week. Oh, man, yeah, definitely. Like, t- t- tons of great events between now and the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Of course, we'll still be, you know, having a couple of shows before the end of the month. So we'll still be able to keep up on upcoming things. As Al Bandito said, if you know an event, you know, tag us in on Instagram. We'll mention it here on the show. We still, of course, have our Facebook and our Gmail, mm-hmm. You know, which is uh, love at gmail.com.
1: And as always, you can leave us a message 24-7 on our toll-free number, 1-844-944-LOVE, the love line. Absolutely.
0: So we hope to hear from you guys. Hope everyone has a happy Easter. Uh, Get get prepared for the upcoming Justice League and Thor movies. Yeah, get
1: uh, prepared for the second coming of Khalil. There you go. Because he will be upon us soon. (laughs) As
0: Schwarzenegger said, he'll be back. Yeah. I don't understand. Things were going so great, but what
3: happened? Something must have happened. It's not you, it's me. Uh, listen, I was thinking we should break up or whatever. I am breaking
4: up with
3: you! Consider
5: that a divorce.